Welcome to Emotional Empowerment, a podcast for emotionally sensitive or struggling people who are open to learning how to use your emotions as a spiritual practice. Hi, I'm Michelle Bursell, and I've taught therapists, coaches, and people around the world how to use their negative feelings to heal their life, and in doing so, eliminated their struggle with anxiety, depression, anger, guilt, and more. Ready to turn your negative feelings into your greatest allies? Then let's start your emotional empowerment journey right now. Hello, everyone. It's Michelle Bursell, and I want to welcome you to episode 22, three internal ways you must show up for yourself, especially if you're someone who wants all your dreams to come true. So I can't wait to get into today's episode. I do want to, first of all, thank you for tuning in. I'm so glad you are with me and going through this journey where we are seeing our emotions on such a different level than how most people experience them. And we're integrating this empowered spiritual lens to support us to change our lives. I also want to apologize if I sound a little nasally. I've had a bit of a cold and uh, it is almost done running its course, which I'm grateful for. I actually, gosh, it's been about 10 days now. I threw a surprise party for my husband's 50th birthday. It was in our backyard. We had a band. It was so fun. And I think I got wiped out (laughs) from it. And then with a little bit of the weather change, um, I was just set up to (laughs) uh, have this cold come in and uh, take me down for a couple days. But I'm grateful to be feeling better and to be with you talking about these three internal ways you must show up for yourself, especially, again, if you're someone who has in your heart a vision for yourself and and really, hopefully, more than one vision, a vision where all aspects of life are working for you because I promise this is how it's meant to be. This is the setup. We've just got to learn to work with the setup, the game of life internally. And so that's why these internal components that I'm talking about today are so important. And I also get how easy it is to forget these three internal ways because of challenges. You know, you experience a challenge and then, especially if you're emotionally sensitive, you're going to feel ashamed and then you can be taken down the toilet bowl (laughs) of where the ego version, the disempowered version of your emotions want to take you. So by the way, if you haven't listened to episode 20, which is about how to make amends and forgive yourself when you mess up. I really invite you to do that because this is all about being able to integrate these three internal ways to show up for yourself. It's going to be easier to do when you've forgiven yourself, when you've made amends. And so you're, you can be more in alignment with these three internal areas. So what are these areas that I'm talking about today? They're your emotions, of course. (laughs) This is the Emotional Empowerment Podcast. Um, But one of the pieces that I also speak about when we're integrating emotional empowerment is perception or your mind. And I'm going to get more into that. 
And of course, we're all doing all of this work because of our spiritual truth. How do we get back to our spiritual truth? And so these three internal ways we want to show up for ourselves is emotionally, is with our mind and perceptions and with our spiritual selves, our spiritual truth. And today I want to support you on how to deepen this relationship in ways that you can show up for yourself so that you are in alignment with your dreams and making your dreams happen. Again, that's what life wants for us. And I will say, by the way, that when you take care of these three elements, you are going to naturally take care of the physical, take care of your body as within, so without. So these three ways are internal love. And it just makes sense that when you're giving yourself so much internal love, of course, you're going to want to give it to your body, this physical vehicle in which your spirit is residing in, that you're going to give that part of you love as well. Okay. So you can think of this as emotions, mind, spirit, body. Just know that the body, the physical will come more naturally, more easily when you are addressing the internal. So let's get into it. I'm, of course, going to start with emotions because I think this is such a vital component. Again, so misunderstood, which is why I appreciate you being here, that you are part of people who are going to change the perception of our emotional well-being just by you tuning in, integrating this loving approach to our emotions. You become a model of how to shift emotional well-being where we're not fighting our emotions, we're receiving them, we're understanding them. And so when I speak of emotion and the three internal ways you must show up for yourself, the way I want you to show up for yourself emotionally is taking radical responsibility of your emotions and your emotional well-being because you're the only one that can give that to yourself. You're the only one that can make yourself feel good. You're the only one that can apply an empowered approach to negative emotions where you don't try to wipe away those negative feelings. You don't judge them, but you understand them as a signal. You understand that they're trying to help you. You understand that they are a guide, a tool, so that you come back to your spiritual truth and the truth of who you are. I feel like when I say take radical responsibility of your emotions, that it can be perceived as a harsh message where you can never feel a negative feeling, which you know I don't believe in, or that you've always got to be in this empowered state, which I also don't believe in because we're human. So we will experience at times still the disempowered emotion. I still do. And it's an opportunity for us to know that when we're ready, the empowered side is there for us. So we're just not always ready to go into that like empowered mode, right? And that's okay. Sometimes we need to be in the, the juice the the energy of that polarity of what we don't want, what we don't want to be feeling in order to understand our shadow side, in order to understand the part of us that gets tripped up and is not 
seeing our truth. And then, then that's when we can see how the empowerment is guiding us back to our truth. The reason why I've created emotional empowerment, and this is from my heart to every heart out there that is emotionally sensitive, is emotionally challenged, is that when you experience a negative feeling, I just want everyone to know that there's a flip side to that negative feeling. And it's not positive. It's not, I'm flipping this to make it positive. I'm understanding that it's an empowered signal. And while all I'm experiencing right now is the disempowerment, I think it's helpful to know that there's actually an empowered signal in this because it gives us choice where when I was uh, so impacted by my negative feelings, I'd be constantly going down (laughs) the toilet bowl with the disempowered version of it. It didn't feel like I had a choice. It was like, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's going to happen next. And down I'd go. And through emotional empowerment, it made me see that why I was having this feeling and then I had a choice. And so when I say take radical responsibility, it's beginning to exercise that choice. And you get to start where you are at. So the reason why you have to take radical responsibility for your emotions and is because no one else can. It's like if you want abs or you want to lose weight, like you're the only one that can exercise your body or do sit-ups, right? And so at the same time, you've got to start where you are at. And it just depends on how far out our emotional health has gotten away from our truth, how far out your physical body has gotten out of its truth, its optimal functioning, right? And that will let us understand the steps that we need to take and how we can be compassionate about it as we learn to take radical responsibility because it was not taught to us. And this is why I'm starting to go into more corporations. I want to bring this into colleges because I know colleges need this. So if any of you know a a college that's ready for this, please let me know. You can message me, email me. But the reason why I want to bring this in is because this is really preventative medicine that can help us so that we don't get to the point where our emotions are taking over in a negative down the toilet way. And so it's really supporting us to have this emotional health, just like we're saying with physical health, exercise, sit-ups, whatever, that's preventative in order for you to stay your most optimal physical health, right? And we want to do the same emotionally. So it's very preventative. However, just like when you want to get back in shape, it's the same medicine, it's the same path, it's the same tools that you start to use in order to increase your physical health. It's the same way with your emotional health. It just depends on how less than optimal <laughs> the, your emotional well-being has gotten. So the faster you can tune into this and apply this and apply this with people that you know, especially youth that you know, it's so powerful. So what taking radical responsibility of your emotions really is, is to love yourself. What emotional empowerment is teaching you is understanding, compassion, and the way you are being guided internally 
to show up for yourself differently based on the unique signal of the emotion you got. If you received anger versus guilt, you're being asked to shift something different internally to show up more in your truth. And so they're all guideposts to support you. Let's move on. Number two, the internal way you must show up for yourself is through your perception. And on this path, we're being guided to shift our perception from fear to love. And that's really what we're doing with our emotions. That's the whole point of the emotional empowerment. Can we instead see these emotions as empowered, loving, guiding tools rather than fear them, try to get rid of them and be contracted by them, right? Now, this whole perception piece and being able to understand when our perception is in fear versus love was honestly quite shocking to me because I've been a super spiritual person my whole life. Like, Young, young, young. I used to play. (laughs) When they say when you play things when you were young, I grew up Catholic. I would play with my friends that I was the priest, right? So, like, I I always had this um, this spiritual connection, and so of course I thought I was living a life based on love until I started to see how much fear and doubt and worry was consuming me. How often I could get caught up in illusions of lack and contraction, especially that, that would just really trigger me, right? See the bank account, freak out and worry. See something that looks bad because it didn't turn out how I expected and think contractedly about myself, about life. And I had a problem with that because that did not seem to be in alignment with the truth of who I am, which I am a person and you are a person of love. And so why are We allowing fear and a contracted perspective to guide us. And so your ego is going to tell you it's to protect you, but all it does is create more fear and contraction. It ingrains in our minds, in our perceptions, the illusion of lack. Only you can choose how you see yourself and the world. And we are given opportunities time and time again to break through the illusion. When you experience a breakup or a business or income downturn, what are you going to make that mean? What are you going to make it mean a downturn in your checking account? Are you going to go into all-out fear mode like I have? And let me be clear, I get that whatever happened is really happening. I, I see the numbers in the bank account. I see that a relationship has ended. I see that you got laid off, right? There's real things happening. And are you going to make that mean something about you? Because I used to do that all the time. And it sounds like things such as, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. I'm not smart enough. That's why this thing happened. It's my fault. Or it can turn into blame. And you may blame the economy, blame the government, blame your boss, right? And when we blame, of course, we take our personal power and responsibility away. Are you going to make that this challenge means scarcity and that scarcity is real? Because you will determine how real it is. 
I want to say that again. If you want to choose that this means scarcity, lack, contraction, you will determine how real that is by what you make it mean and how you choose to be with this temporary circumstance. Will you be reactive and fear-based like I was for years? Or will you learn to respond from love? Will you learn to perceive this situation as temporary and it means nothing about you? And that in your perception, you can remember how quickly things can change in an instant, especially when we're aligned with our spiritual truth. So let's move on to number three. The universe is waiting for you to show up in your spiritual truth. When I think about the spiritual truth to who we are, that's very hard to define, but it makes me think about that. I think it's Winnie the Pooh quote. I actually have a frame with my kids in it that says, always remember you are braver than you believe, stronger than you seem, smarter than you think, and loved more than you know. I love that because it's tying into like, this is the truth of who you are. This is the truth of your essence. And you are more than what you currently see about yourself. And this is true if you have a dream or vision that is not yet your reality. If a dream is not your reality yet, you are more than what you currently see yourself as. You're more than that. And so we're given these challenges to help us tweak, get rid of, let go of, and claim, reclaim the truth of who we are, let go what's not our truth. So when you experience a challenge, it's an experience to shape you so that all your dreams can come true. It's molding you so that you can see through the illusion next time and come back to your truth, your strength, your power. There is no competition. There's no lack of a good partner for a relationship, no lack of income, no lack in your ability to fulfill your life's purpose. That's our perception piece. This is the mind. The universe uses experiences that appear as lack to mold you to be the empowered, resilient being that you are. This is your spiritual truth. This is how you know who you are and believe it through every ounce of your being. It's how we learn because you've experienced the polarity, the opposite, right? And that felt like crap. That didn't feel good. And when it doesn't feel good, it's telling us that we're not in alignment with our truth. So we come full circle back to why you want to take radical responsibility for your emotions. Because if you can remain in that emotional state of love, gratitude, and expansion, regardless of what is happening outside in the external world of your life, outside of you, you are in alignment with who you are. You know who you are and you are now internally being your spiritual truth. Who is the one who's already manifested all your dreams? Emotional empowerment is helping you to understand what internal shifts needed to take place so you can align with your expansive self. That's your spiritual truth. Your spiritual truth is here for you to experience all your dreams. That's why they're your dreams. 
They came through you because they have meaning for you. And you are the one that can be the creator of your dreams as you work to take responsibility for these three internal components. So when you can do this, when the opportunity comes, when a relationship or job opportunity or whatever it is that you've wanted and it comes up, you will be able to see the difference between the path of fear and the path of love. And you will be internally prepared to see through lack so you can be aligned with your ideal outcome. And here again, with that ideal outcome, now you know not to make it mean anything. Even when your dreams come true, it doesn't mean anything about you. The only thing is about you is that you're experiencing the joy within your heart from receiving because it feels so good to give and you have given in order to receive at this level. And so it feels good to receive and give and give and receive and you feel that joy within your heart and that's all that it means. It doesn't mean you're more worthy now. It doesn't mean you're more lovable now. And you finally get what you want because you've already been those things. And through you knowing that, really knowing that the external will have no other choice but to match what's inside of you. So you're already being worthy. You're already being lovable because you know that to be the truth of who you are. And then life has no other option but to match that. And it's not based on anything external. And this isn't woo-woo, by the way. This is neuroscience. The brain alters your reality to match what is going on internally within you. We can see how our perceptions, if we're super focused in one area, you're going to miss the whole other area. It's why all of a sudden you're looking for a new red car and you start to notice all the red cars out on the road, right? Your perception, you're focusing in on something. And so your reality starts to match what you're focusing on. So while we're doing this, while we're understanding that life's giving us the opportunity so that we know without a doubt, our lovability, worthiness, all of our spiritual truths, and we've got our mind to help us change our perception to expansiveness. We have our emotions to help us course correct so we get back to our inner truth and the steps that we need to take for our internal truth. All of this is meant to be done while having fun. (laughs) And this one has been really hard for me because I can be very serious about like spiritual growth. I can be more serious about life than is necessary. And so how can we have fun while we're doing this? For me, it's about remembering that this is all a game and the game is set up for you to win. Everything is set up for you. The universe is working on your behalf. So It's just a perception that says, you know, I'm not there yet, or I should be further along, or it's focusing in on, again, the lack, the not enough within you versus, can I start to see the game that it's my job to see through the illusion in order to be the hero of my own story? You see, you are able to fight the characters and experiences that trigger fear, not combatively fight, but by instead seeing through the situation by using these three innate superpowers that you 
are born with. Play with all your heart, which is your emotions, your mind, which is your perceptions, and your soul, which is your spiritual truth. And in joy and in awe, be grateful for the truth of who you are, who was built to overcome every challenge that you've experienced so that you can be the woman or the man you've dreamed yourself to be. That's what the game is. You get to create being the woman or the man you've dreamed yourself to be. And isn't that fun? Isn't that exciting, right? With love and honor for you, I thank you for tuning in, pressing play, and following along with me on this spiritual path to your life, to your emotions, and to joy. I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Emotional Empowerment Podcast. If you've enjoyed the program, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help us spread the message about how to use your emotions as a tool for spiritual and personal growth. To receive free training and emotional empowerment, visit www.iiee.training. That's www.iiee.training.